2: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium.
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday week. My name's Dan Fudge with me we've got John, Stevie and Blair. My apologies this week, chaps, for sounding a little bit hoarse, a little bit... Uh, little bit ropey. I uh, I've been in uh, in a town just outside Benidorm called La Cala uh, this this weekend, and uh, I've consumed many Fanta limons with the vodka that gives you the bad throat. You know, you know, you get uh, Spanish throat. You know what I mean? I've got I've got that this week, so I'm gonna. Unlike the the powerhouse I am, I'm just gonna crack on and go through it, lads. That's what's happening. You know what I mean? So while I was away, there was a game that happened. A game that saw. This fixture last year, or the same opponents last year, as a wonder goal from uh, from Barry Bannon. Not really the case this time round, but we're going to make sense of it today. We're going to talk about whether it was a hard-fought win, or whether we actually rode our luck a little bit, or whether we deserve to win. So, you know, John, I'll, I'll come to you first. Um, four changes from the uh, from the Portsmouth game. Three of them, uh, I offer Byers and Hunt getting moved to the bench. And um, and Gregory obviously serving out his suspension, uh, bringing in uh, Patterson up front, and then we had uh, we had a place there for Famewo and uh, Volks, and uh, who was the other one? There was uh, oh, and LP2 as well. That, that sounded like I was having a dig, didn't I? <laughs> LP2, Steve, he got in, he got in. Did you have any concerns at the lineup, John, at the start?
3: Um, not not particularly. I did think, um, offer was probably going to get rested because he did look shaky in, in, that, in that first game. And I think Moore just wanted to see how it would play out with the new guy uh, for Maywell coming in.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, see if he'd be a bit more balanced in the back three. Uh, and to be fair, he was rock solid, wasn't he, for me, Absolutely rock solid for that game. Typical, isn't yeah. it? It comes in. Um, remember, reminded me a bit of, if you remember that player we got for only one season, Agucek. Do you remember aguchi Anyone who got for AC Milan, the American in, defender,
1: any ao What was his first he, name? He had a
3: difficult name to pronounce. Yeah, aguchi and Unyebu or something like that. He, he reminded me of him calm, assured, um, you know, and did, what wasn't putting a foot wrong really. And then uh, the dreaded Wednesday curse strikes again, doesn't it, with the injuries? Yeah, uh, and he goes down innocuously and 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 stays down. And you're like, oh god, here we go again. Um, I, I, and he had to go off, didn't he? So, that, so instantly we were we changing, a forced change already uh, in the early stages of the game. Um, uh, having to, to, to make that change, but uh, in what was largely a good first half, which seemed to repeat the pattern of the first game where we had a, a strong first half and and then a kind of a subdued second half, but uh, managed to keep him out and, and, and seal the win. So yeah, the, the changes were just, just, just typical bad look. The... Uh, we get getting the injury there yeah absolutely
1: I, I mean 29 minutes of solid assured defending to all to all of a sudden after have to, have to walk off harley dean-esque you know what i mean but we'll come back to the injuries at some point anyway later on in the show now blair um 20 minutes gone uh windass josh has gone running to the box he's uh he's taken a uh, he's taken a knock clearly well inside the area right
4: yeah should we take off the bingo card um, you need a bit of luck to get promoted. We'll tick that one off. Yeah, don't don't play well. Get three points. Tick that one off. Did you uh, did you
1: feel we didn't play well?
4: <laughs> um, well, it, it I think more clearly has two two ways of playing an away an away tactic and a home tactic because we, we play completely different. I don't know if it's him. I, I think it must be him saying play more cautious. Don't don't. You know what I mean. Don't leave the spacing behind and at home under hillsburn And I think it's like another cliche, another bingo card win your home games, draw your away games.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I think that's what he's going for. But I don't well, you look at the lineup with dropping hunt for LP two and I'm not slagging LP two off at all, but I love more... that
1: that name's stuck by the way. I'm <laughs> really I must admit Steve, you must buzz that. <laughs> <back, pal.
4: laughs> he's a defensive he's a defensive right back, not like a an early not blur an atta- album, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not an attacking um fullback, but yeah, so I, yeah, I don't think we played well at all. Um, but I suppose I mean you can play well, can't you? You can you can play well without the ball, I suppose. But we we so conditioned. But like last night between Watford and West Brom, you know, I mean everyone will say, oh, West Brom and Mel's a better team. But the argument could be well Watford played quite well defensively. So. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends. It depends how you're looking at it. I think we didn't play that well, but because I want us on the ball more and attack more, but defensively yeah. they were solid, weren't they?
1: There's, de- there's definitely a difference in terms of possession stats as well, with them having a whopping 67% of the possession. But obviously, that was them chasing the game. I mean, Steve, they, it...
4: they, Go sorry, on they suit us um, because they, they don't put a lot of crosses in. No. MK um, Don, <laughs> and that's our Achilles heel, isn't it? So...
3: Yeah. Who's
4: been scouting us then for that game <laughs> yeah. to look at last week, <laughs> haven't you, really? <laughs>
1: Yeah, clearly, clearly not, uh, clearly not done their own work. Trying to, trying to play in, in through five defenders. Now, Stevie, you know uh, they were chasing the game. Second half had a you know a lot more from MK going forward. But um, but uh, you, there's got to be a big shout out here for FDB and some of the uh, the way he harried some of their defenders and absolutely shrugged them off the ball was absolutely impressive. Right? Yeah, he, he had a good game, didn't he?
0: I, yeah, I thought he was, and I don't know there were there was a, a clamouring for Stockdale um, getting the man of the match, and I think Hennigan got team of the week. Um, I think it was, was it Shay Hayes dad put out a tweet asking for he, the, your man of the match, and I immediately jumped on. I thought FDP was outstanding again. Uh, mm-hmm. His work in the first half was quality. Um, you know, the highlight of which was the you know the shrugging of the uh, the, the the right fullback back off. Uh, mm-hmm and you know it's one of those where that's difficult because it's very easy to give away a foul in those sort of situations you've got to use your body in the right way um, never a foul um, laid the guy off the ball made him look absolutely lightweight and went on um, and then took the shot where he could have potentially passed the ball to Windas or, or Patterson um, I think he had every right given the week before to, to go and get the shot off and mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought he, he, his link-up play was great. I had a, uh, a fairly quiet 15 minutes sort of truncated either side of the half of half time. But um, what I liked about him and what I liked about us just as a, a sort of a an overall sort of perspective is that when we got down to that last sort of 10 minutes, including injury time, it, it was one of those where traditionally we'd concede. Traditionally, we'd, we, we'd be under more pressure. Um Say what you want about the performance, and I have got sort of opinions on the performance on Saturday. I don't think we're as bad as people may believe we were, or, or, or made out. I thought it was very workmanlike. But that mm-hmm. last ten minutes, we were down the final third. We were getting the ball into the corner. We were, you know, we were winning those corners, and FDB was front and center of that. And they, you know, they couldn't get the ball off him. He was the one that was being called over by buyers and. Hunt, i want to say it was it might have been somebody else was calling him over uh, to get around the you know the ball in the in the corner because they they just knew that those mk dons players wouldn't be able to get the ball off him uh, testament to him um he started well against portsmouth i think he's just taken it to the next level um on saturday
1: it's actually quite refreshing with somebody like fdb because there's times when he does a great performance and then the following game he kind of doesn't shine to the to the light that he could do that, that he, he did in previous weeks. So, so, you know, it's nice to see him having a couple of, a couple of um, well, stringing a couple of games together, as it were, and managing to maintain a decent a decent bit of form, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and you know what? The, there was a lot of talk at the back end of last season about whether or not he's going to play. And we spoke last week and, we you know, I've put out and I don't want to go over the, the same sort of stuff that we've talked about previously as to whether or not we should be retaining him or letting him go and looking to replace with somebody else. Um, but I think the, the 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 vast majority of people are now coming around to um, that that line of thinking. If you like, that he's somebody we need to be tying down, and you know we need to be um, looking to include him because he's going to be a big player. I, I, I did say it last week. Um, he he will go for big money in his career because he's he's got the attributes. He's by no means um, the finished article, but um, you know if he can. Keep on that trajectory that he's currently on at the moment, and and get some game time and get a run in the side. I I, I see no reason why um, he can't be you know a pivot and a focal point within the team. I think it's absolutely essential. The best bit of business that we do this um, this preseason or this transfer window is getting him tied down and getting him secured because. Um, I think he offers something different to buyers. He offers something different to uh, to Bannon. He, he, he's different in terms of the, you know, the the the, the stature, the physique, uh, the athleticism that he's got, that raw power. Uh, we do respect to the to the other lads, and I take Baconson out because I said it and I've said before. I've never seen the guy play football. I don't know if he's, he's any good or not. He might be outstanding. He might be a bag of shite, to be honest with you. But at the minute, for the the players that we've got, I think FDB is something different, and it, it's refreshing to see him. Um, he's he's not necessarily going to be the one that's you know pulling up trees and and turning heads with his his sort of his his fancy passing of the ball and so forth, but. He's an exciting player to watch when he's in full flow. When he's got that ball at his feet and he's he's turning players and you know he's he, he doesn't overcomplicate things, um, but he loves that pirouette, doesn't he? He loves he loves yeah. getting the ball and turning and spinning round and. You know, I've said it before, you know, bless his heart, Chris Waddle was probably one of the best players that we ever had. But, you know, he had certain tricks that he went to game in, game out that players, you knew what he was going to do, but didn't mean that you could stop him from doing it. And I'm not for for one minute comparing Delhi Bashiru to Chris Waddle, but what I am saying is that he's got a he's got an arsenal that he goes to and it's difficult to get the ball off him.
4: It's mad Aye. what a summer does, doesn't it? Sorry, Dan. It's, it's mad what an off-season does to a player because mm-hmm. no one was saying, you know, when they did their predicted, their predicted first team 11, their first 11, FDB wasn't in anyone's, maybe in Stevie's, maybe not. But it wasn't in anyone's online, do you know what I mean? No one was saying start Delhi Bashiru. And for me, he's the best player at the club now. I, I think, I, from what I've seen these past two games, like he's, the, he's my first name on the team sheet, do you know what I mean? He's the one to gets you off your seat, he's exciting. I think he's going to get people wanting to go to see him because when he's on the ball, he's going to do something. He drives forward. He pushes players off him. It's like exciting to watch him. It's almost like watching Antonio again. Um, Wow. What what makes me laugh is like Cameron Wallace was like unbelievably good for us. And then on one summer, he came back and it was rubbish. Yeah. And you're like, it's just like that, but reverse. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Blair, what did you what did you think of Backinson when he came on? Did he any
0: anything to I mean stick it, it you? was on
4: it was on for like three minutes and I had a baby in my hand, so I, I didn't really pay attention to it, to be honest. But.
0: I, I thought you I thought it was all right, you know. <laughs> and he, he, he strikes me as one of those players if you look at the, the fee that we have got him for, we I think we've only paid for it about fifty grand for him. Um, And he's coming with a lot of baggage and so forth. It almost smacked a little bit of desperation and us wanting and needing to get somebody in the squad to just fill it out a little bit. Um, And I say that with due respect, before Saturday, as I said, I'd never seen the guy play football. Um, So I'd had no opinion on what what he was going to be like. I'd like to see him play tomorrow night. I think that'd be good opportunity to get him in and just give him... Uh, a start and have a look at him properly and uh, reserve judgment. But the bits that he did do, he's is a, is a big old unit, isn't he? He's not necessarily, he's, he's, he's quite slight, although he's tall, he's quite slight. But the the, the bits that he had to do on Saturday were, didn't offend me.
4: Well, he played, every, he played every game for Ipswich when he got on loan and their the uptick in form, second half, second half of last season, might, it might go hand in hand together. And Bristol City gave him a new contract before he signed him. Well, be it, but to be
1: fair, you know, normally I'd, I'd agree with you there, Blair, but I, I, I know, I have genuinely no idea in the absolute universe of the world how Nigel Pearson is still the manager at Bristol City. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. They got him in for about eight games at the back end of one season and he did nothing. Then they gave him a contract. He just
4: carried on to do nothing. And he? he
0: just carried on doing nothing.
1: He's had the chairman pinned against yeah. the wall. That's what it is. It's you are some... not sacking me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, oh, do you want to fight? Well, you know what I mean? That's it. I
4: think it's similar to what happened with us. I think they went for the Premier League, failed. Yeah. Spent all that money in Aiden Flint, that callous and stuff, spent a lot of money. Got nowhere near, and it's like breaching effort. Well, what had happened to us? They, mm-hmm. they were, I think probably behind the scenes, they were very close to doing that.
1: Yeah, so, they were, but they've got a better chairman than us, who's got a hell yeah, of a setup yeah. have not they? <laughs> now, yeah now john there was there was uh, an elongated 90 uh, odd minute performance from uh, from volks in the middle of the park nearly uh, nearly got himself onto the score sheet as well at one point with with a bit of a long range it there was a, i think there was a couple went in i think fdb went running down the left cut inside got uh, Got deflected, then I think one fell to wind us. It might have been, and then that got deflected, and it fell to Volts. The technique in which he hit that was absolutely beautiful. You know what I mean? A difficult one for the goalkeeper. What did you think to Volts's performance?
3: I think it, it was showing that what you're going to see when he's fully fit. I still think he's got a, a, a little bit to go there in terms of fitness. Um, he was carrying a bit of an injury, wasn't he, in pre-season? So. Um, I think he's still trying to build up to that full fitness, and like you said, there are a lot of nearly moments in that MK Dons game. Uh, Volks with a with a chance there, and also one way I thought FDB was certain to score when he cut inside his last man and in the box. I thought he's going to rattle this in, and 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 somehow they managed to get a block. So uh, yeah, I think Volks is showing you what he's got potentially more than what Luongo got. Yes, had sorry in that same position in, in his passing ability. So that he, he's got an eye for a pass. he's uh, very measured with his passing, uh, very calm on the ball. Um, obviously, probably not as good in, in terms of winning the ball back like Luongo did, but um, that's where other players can sort of help with that. Like uh, I think, like you said, Backinson can play that position as well. So I think Volks um, will probably get a run out tomorrow for sure, uh, it, it, all in terms of uh, getting that fitness uh, back up to, to full speed, match, match sharpness and all that lot. So... Um, yeah, some promising signs for Vox. I, I think he'll be a good player for us, um, especially when we play three in the middle there. I think that's where he'll excel, um, which it looks like we're going to play that way as well. So uh, I'll, I'm, I'll be quite shocked if he's not starting tomorrow against uh, Sunderland for sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I tell you what, what uh, well, I know we're only two games in, but I, I haven't heard yet. The uh, bloody Darren Moore don't know his best formation because obviously we had quite a certain amount of success at the start of this calendar year towards the back end of last season, and then we've stuck with it. So now we've we've kind of put people we've put round pegs in round holes this time. We've signed people to play into that into that setup, which I kind of enjoy. Um, and then I I need to give special mention as well, John, to uh, to Hennigan as well. I obviously I popped a tweet out <laughs> earlier on saying you know. How's it? Um, who's your man of the match? And Hennigan and Stockdale did get did get a couple of decent not shouts there.
3: Yeah, Hennigan made the uh, League One Team of the Week, didn't they? Which mm-hmm. made me smile and think of Steve immediately. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, Last <laughs> week you weren't having him. Uh, yeah, he made more clearances on his own than the entire MK Dons team did in that match, apparently. Uh, I think that says more about our, uh, our hoofing um,
1: ability rather than yeah. their defending, to be fair, mate.
3: Possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's his job. He's being brought in for that purpose. He's not—he's not, a, he's not a, a stylish defender. He's a no-nonsense, get it clear, particularly in the air um, with his height. Uh, get get the ball out, thump it clear, no nonsense. And uh, that's what we needed, in this, particularly it's particular in that second half. Although, as Blair said earlier on in the in the podcast, they, they didn't really exploit our aerial weaknesses like you would expect them to if having. Uh, if they'd have seen the game that we had uh, the previous, you know, against Portsmouth, you would have thought they'd have been popping them in from all angles. But uh, that wasn't the case. But yeah, Hennigan, uh, Hennigan had a solid game for sure. And uh, he did uh, exactly what we brought him in to do. Um, although I also thought that, um, just casting my mind back as well, looking at some of the extended highlights, I thought once again, um uh, Johnson was, was putting some quality balls into the box as well. See, that's that interesting.
1: Time. I was going to bring up Johnson later on because that ball down for mm. FDB that um, that Stevie mentioned earlier on, it was like a 70-yard ball and it was right into the corner and it gave FDB the opportunity to get across and, like Stevie says, make him look like a bit of a end. And he got right underneath him, made him look slow, sluggish, like he was running treacle, and then he's cut inside. And all that started from Johnson's really clever, clever pass.
3: Yeah, he, he, he just, if you give him time and space, he's got he's gonna he's gonna um, he's he's got that in his locker for sure. And and it, it, what I like about Johnson is he he's, he doesn't have to take a touch and then get a crossing. He'll, he's a first time crosser. He likes to hit it early. So being naturally left footed as well, which we've missed over the years down that side at, at times. So um, yeah, it was a great ball, uh, particularly uh, um, what you said there for FDB. Uh, and some of the others, I think we were just unlucky. Had Smith been playing, uh, um, you know, like we expected him to before he got that this mm-hmm. injury, it would have been absolute fodder for him some of them balls that Johnson were putting in. But obviously, mm-hmm. we, with with um, Gregory out and Smith injured, uh, yeah, Pato has his moments. But he's, he's let's be honest, he's still a makeshift striker, isn't he? That's what he'll always be. But he's a converted right back and he's just a bit of a shithouse that would stick up front to... Just
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, now Steve Patterson's an interesting one, isn't he? Now, he's come in to, like, you know, fill a hole, as it were. And there was a great moment in the second half where he's got clean through and he's coming in from the uh, from the right-hand side. And it, it's weird because if you look at the goal that we scored last week against Portsmouth, where Windass really held his nerve to wait for the players to flood into the box so that we put it away lovely. Um, why did he do that? Like he just he just went oh, fuck this I'm not going to just hide it at the
0: keeper didn't he? Yeah, I I think to be fair to him on that one, um, he'd have been waiting a little a little bit <laughs> one of those, uh, broken. But you're right, you're right, you you're both right. He's a makeshift striker. Um, I do feel for him a little bit because I think of all the players in the squad at the moment, he seems to be the one that, you know, stuck with us when we came down from the championship. Was had a bit of name value for from his time at Cardiff, and you know was an asset, and we were. Happy to have him tied down at the back end of last season, or yeah, sorry, the start of last season. Um, you, you can look at our best eleven. And, and I don't see where he gets in. I don't see what what position he is, other than cover and a squad player at the moment. And that's no detriment to him. I, you know, I, I like the bloke as a person. I think he's a character. He strikes me as somebody who who, who wants to do well for the club, and, and you know, he's the kind of player that we need around. Um, but he's, he's when it, when push comes to shove he's he's not going to be a he's not going to lead the line like a Michael Smith potentially will do he's not going to be a, a hold up player like Gregory is and we've talked about that last season the ball doesn't stick with him does it you know no. it will it, it, come back um, we we've now got a, a a plethora of central midfield players or players that can play central midfield he don't fit in there um, he's not going to be a, a makeshift centre half this season. Or being well touched wood. Um, so it's almost like, you know, somebody said last week, I think, um, or somebody said somewhere, you know, if, if Hunt isn't playing, who's our who's our cover for right wing back? Because Palmer's not it, which you know, that's a conversation for another time. Patterson's probably the you know, the next shout in there, isn't he? Yeah. Um he's, he he puts himself about, he's a nuisance. Um, there was one instance in the second half when they put a bit of pressure on, to be fair. Um, mm. and Stockdale had come out and punched the ball and what Patterson likes to do if any any sort of contact he'll go down holding his head and it breaks play up and he did that really well on Saturday because they were you know they were starting to bombard our area a little bit but he's taken you know, a, a love tap to the back of the head and gone down like he'd been shot in the back it was you know, <laughs> it was almost like apocalypse now he's sort of down on the floor sort of thing so he broke the game up when he needed to there but you know in terms of that top level quality and, and getting people on board I think there's there's a difference between you like the likes of your Johnsons, who over a period of a season or a few months within last season got people on board and got them on side with improved performances and quality output, and you can look at the the development of a Della Bashiru, Um, Bless his heart, I don't see I don't see Patterson doing that to be honest with you.
1: No, fair enough. I mean, it, to be fair, he got. He was quite annoyed, him and Windas were quite annoyed when FDB went yeah. into the box yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. earned that shot himself. Yeah. But if, if you watch it back, Patterson did not have a clean shot at that goal at all. Like The, the defender had gone right in front of him. He'd have just yeah. booted it at the geezer's legs. Yeah. Um, now, one last thing, Blair, just on the, just on this uh, this game. Uh, Stockdale came away with a lot of applause. It's two rapid saves and then a decent one about 10 minutes later. I mean... We are, we had a great in depth chat about our goalkeeping options last week. I mean, what what did you think about it?
4: Well, yeah, I mean, it proved why we signed him. Didn't it? Do you know, what I mean, it also proved why he made the most saves in the in the league last season. I won the Golden Glove because he, without him, probably that would have finished 1-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like,
1: one one.
4: Especially that, that one, that the, the right one that went right down
1: to his right. Yeah, he hit the yeah. that really Joe
4: Cran um, posted, mm. um, like that, that one is a fantastic save because. He hit it hard and low, and then that day, people like when last week people were going, Oh, he's so fat, he's, he's, he dives in slow motion. Well, he didn't look like he, he dove in slow motion on um, Saturday, did he? No, so, yeah, no, he didn't. I, for I for a big he,
1: stag, I, he got down quick,
4: didn't he? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's quality, yeah, really happy with him, to be honest. And again, the, the Portsmouth goals, there was nothing he could do with him. <laughs> <Literally, there's> nothing <laughs> he could do with him, yeah,
0: fair enough. <laughs> we did talk about that last week in terms of the goals, I and mean, you know. I, mm-hmm. Not to say that, not one to say that I told you so. And, you know, I think Ben had a, a, a similar sort of opinion when he was talking about it last last week as well. Um, it's my first, first one of the season, but um, Sheffield Wednesday Twitter is fickle as fuck. And he's gone from being, you know, overweight, useless, too old, not good enough for this squad to be in the second coming of Kevin Pressman. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Who, well, let's be honest, weren't exactly trim himself.
1: Well,
0: pick a name, Kevin. (laughs) But everything that he had to do on Saturday, he did really, really well. Um, Still, if you're going to find a criticism, there are a couple of times where his kick in, his distribution when he goes long can be a little bit inaccurate, if you like. Um, but as a shot stopper, I think he proved on Saturday. As a shot stopper, anything towards him and around him, um, from a reactionary point of view, he's as good as we're going to find in this league. He's going to drop bollocks. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to concede goals. Um, but that's the nature of being a goalkeeper at Sheffield Wednesday because he's got that back three in front of him. But again, um, we've, got, we've got a midfield. We've got a midfield that don't want to. We we're best willing will. We haven't got a midfield that's going to track back and support. Um, you know, like like we want them to as a fan base because that's you know Barry Bannon's not a, a defensive midfielder, uh, Bayer's in, Volk's in, and we're we're talking about Dether being an absolute unit. He's the kind of player that we're saying go forwards and he was actually the player that went and played up top. When um, when we took yeah, he off. played
4: down the middle for a bit, didn't he?
0: Yeah, we 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 took wind off. The the two subs were made on seventy seven minutes. We took wind off and stuck Dede Bashir up top, um, just to have a look at him. And I, I, I he
4: it looked comfortable, I thought.
0: He was steady, and I think he's going to have that versatility. I think obviously, first and foremost, he's going to be a, a, an attacking midfielder or that that sort of link player, not a number ten, but somebody who's going to burst from midfield and get forwards. Um, but he's proven almost to to Pato's detriment, that he he might be sort of jumping in front of Patterson and being the next centre forward that we've got. But, you know, overall, people will talk about the performance on Saturday and say, you know, it wasn't the best performance. We've ground out a result, blah, blah, blah. These are the games that when when push comes to shove at, at, at the end of the
4: season... It would be like That's, another one. That's another bingo on. That's another bingo card. It, End of the it, season.
0: It'll be the like of the the like of these games are the reason why we finished where we finished last season because we dropped points against teams that you know when when we've controlled games going into that final sort of five, ten minutes, we would have conceded last year. And you can you can talk about that period in October and November where we dropped, was it 10 points from twelve against Lincoln, we dropped last season. Lincoln and Shrewsbury, we dropped points at AFC Wimbledon. We dropped points against Morecambe. They're the the games that cost us last season. If somebody had said to us four points out of six against them 2 including the clean sheet, and we're going to beat MK Dons on their patch, people, let's be right, people would have bit their hands off for it. And, you know, if if we keep going on that form in terms of the output of the results, then we'd be absolutely fine. But I think Stockdale coming in, you know, he feels more it feels more assured with him in there than Peacock Farrell I'll say it
3: yeah oh go on John. experience isn't it his experience is um, you know I mean I mean, the goal at Ipswich which Peacock Farrell you know when he messed up I mean you're not going to get that from Stockdale he's too you know too long in the two for stuff like that his experience is um, like Blair said earlier with the um, the amount of clean sheets that he got last season was the highest in the division once he got the Golden Glove um, I think he communicates well with the with the bike line as well, um, which 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 helps because I think that's what you know and, and yeah there's there's distribution issues but Westwood had that and he was still quality weren't he so we, we we can live with that his primary uh, role is, is keep is, is saving shots and uh, you know being commanding his box well and he's he's showing that he does that well at, at this level for sure. So I'm, I'm I'm happy with it. He bounced back because he did get some unfair criticism from last from the last game, um, and he's bounced back well. And yeah, also I think that um, when, when we sit here with four points, which is a good you know a good tally after after the two fixtures, when you look at it, uh, if we'd have beat um, Portsmouth and then drew with MK there's probably be a few more happy in the fan base, even though it's the same amount of points it's just that feeling of winning the games at home and then getting what you can away isn't it so but it's, you're you're still on four for points the top six
4: have played as well it's not like last season with yeah, exactly. Donny and Charlton and Charlton are like we don't know what they're going to up to donny weren't, 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 weren't going to challenge for the top top six anyway so by uh,
3: just a just a final thing from me on on that on, on that game what tremendous support, again, we took to that ground.
1: I, I, I've, made a, uh, I've made a note of that. That is absolutely
3: mental. What was it, Steve? Six, six and Six and a half thousand mate, was it? Yeah. Six and
0: a half. Um, yeah, it was, atmosphere is absolutely quality. Um, you know, just as a visual, it's difficult. It was difficult being there because I was, when we went last year, I was on the upper tier. It was behind, right behind the goal, just on the right-hand side um, on Saturday. So it's... Visually, it's very difficult to see what it looked like until you see it on, you know, the Football Away Day Twitter and, and or, or whatever it is that's saying 6,500 fans. Which is um, usually
1: just us and Leeds a lot of the time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, to, to look at it the other way, um, support were great, fan base were great, I love going to MK Don's, it, it, it will forever be the my, my little girl's first away uh, fixture year last year and she loved it and she loves going back. Um, or,
4: well, the, the win every time yeah, we, we,
0: we go, go down. Down. <laughs> Um but you know what, what I would say is that stadium is phenomenal, the, you know, the, the, the access to it is great um, the amenities around it are brilliant it, it serves its purpose for a community like Milton Keynes the, the sad thing is when you look at it that's a 30,000 seat stadium the six thousand yeah. five hundred Wednesday fans. I think the, the the attendance. I've written it. The down. attendance
1: was thirteen thousand. We were literally half the crowd.
0: It was it, yeah. it was mental, and you're you're looking at it, and it's like you know when you you go to a concert and you, you you get there an hour early, and you can see people that are sitting there, and they're just dotted around randomly everywhere in an in an arena. That's what it looked like, and it's just it's it's a real shame that that stadium doesn't get used as it could be because or it should be because it's it's just been built in, a, in an area that it, it, it doesn't need to serve if, if that makes sense
4: did you see the video of someone film? I don't know why people do this the filming Josh Windass so MK Don's fans filming Josh Windass oh,
3: the and then then, he, the
4: sco- then he scores yeah. it and yeah. then obviously he's like oh fuck off and all that sort of stuff but then post it as well. Like, why film it in the first place? It's, I said, opera. You know what I mean? And then post it online. I mean, it's someone else scoring against you. I, I, I just don't get it, <laughs> personally.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> that is another one. You know what? The the the, the, the fan base first half. We were on top in for in the first half, and I thought we had the the, the lion's share of, of, the, of the game and the, the chances and by rights, with you know Bannon getting one straight down the goalkeeper's throat after 20-odd seconds, it set the tone for, the, for for that first half. We got the penalty. If we'd have got another one, it, we, we'd have won at a procession. Absolute fact. Um, we dug in. I think Moore's acknowledged the fact that we sat a little bit deep in the second half. Um, it felt flat, if I'm honest with you. Um, second half. Our fan base is amazing. We're great. We sing when we need to sing. We we, we get behind and we'll do it again on, uh, on Saturday at home. We'll do it again next Tuesday night against Peterborough. I think we just need... Just as an observation, we, we, we need the, the performances on the pitch. And I've got no criticism with the result and I'm, I'm the kind of person that would say, we'll win how we win. Um, we need something to, to, to give that fan base a, an opportunity to sing about because once it, 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 we got to half-time, it was, it was fairly flat second half.
4: Well, yeah, against Peterborough next week, we've got 3,600 3, going to Peterborough on Tuesday and then 5,500 five going to bolt in the week like the following mm-hmm. Saturday. It's Just mm-hmm. insane, really.
0: Yeah. Sure. I, I absolutely we, we, we I love it they, and I hate they, it. We they could double it. We could double it um, <laughs> in the stadium. We'd sell it out. If, they, if they'd offered us 7,000 on Tuesday, we'd fill it. We'd, we'd take it. That's a fact. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's,
1: that's one of the, uh, the drawbacks of living away from Hillsborough and being an away supporter, as it were. And then... every yeah. because <laughs> we're in yeah. League yeah, <laughs> One with these shitty little grounds. I remember there was one year I was living in, living in Croydon and the opening game of the season was Dagenham and Redbridge. and uh and their entire ground held the same amount as our away end
0: you know what i mean i was like well that's gone to shit just a quick one on that one i'll never forget this my sister was on facebook the fixtures came out and i think we'd just come down haven't we or they just come up Mm, both and um she just put on facebook Dagenham and redbridge Bad times. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah,
1: that was a that was
0: a sober that one. That was a livener.
1: You know what I mean? That, like, oh yeah, this is this is our bad Giles
4: Kirk one. scored, I think. <laughs> yeah, on 2 Who? <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. So, some lad who does something with his spare oh, time.
4: Yeah. Put the motion scored as well. He got the other one. That's the one I care
1: about. that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. So uh stop there, rapid says. I've got that one. Then we've got his wonder save there. Now, John, still a sound or still a sow as it were he's been linked in the now he he, bear in mind we had an opportunity where we made some subs and we didn't bring it on so we had a makeshift striker in FDB but we didn't bring on Silla now he's been the subject of some transfer speculation this week from uh, Dutch club
3: De Graaf Sharp Um, get rid in it it's a really odd one that Dan because it Behind the scenes it seems like, you know, that they're, they're tweeting stuff from there and in Holland about, you know, so, yeah. so imminently joining. And then when the press when Moore comes to the presses and they ask him about it, he just says, Well, he's trained with us this morning. So you know, I think it's uh, one of them the though, because
1: because a Chancery has to have the the final say on everything, I think we'll hear more about it about half past eleven tonight, which is usually the case, yeah. isn't it?
3: Yeah, I think well, I'll, I, th- I think his days are numbered with us. And I think the only reason he hasn't gone yet is just because they're just worried about leaving themselves lie light up front, you know. Um, someone to play Papa John's. Well, yeah, there's, 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 there's Papa <laughs> John's to come, isn't there? This, um this League Cup uh, tomorrow. Um, there's the transfer window uh, at the end of the month. So I'm sure we've got a, a few irons in the fire there. We're looking for some lone players from the 25-man squads that get finalised in the Premier League. So... Yeah, I think Silasersen so days are numbered. I think he will be moved on, but it's just weird how it's going on. Where the the, the other team in you know in, in Holland are tweeting stuff out, and then Moore's like, "Well, he's in the squad, he's training." So as far as I'm concerned, he's still he's still part of the team. Although, did you did you guys see the the guy that's um, for the other? The Dutch club, that Den Bosch that you liked, um Fudge. They got a player rumored to be signing for an English team, and his name is Jiz Horncamp.
1: Jiz Horncamp, yeah, I'm very aware of Jiz Horncamp. I saw a <laughs>
4: fantastic tweet from not from a Nottingham Forest fan who said, "If we sign Morgan Gibbs White, <laughs> Jiz Horncamp will be the only Jiz flying in Nottingham tonight."
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, bro! Are you all right? right. <laughs> <boy? laughs> that, that creased you up halfway through the gag. Tell me again yeah. what?
4: So basically, so he said. If G- it's Morgan Gibbs right, it sounds Forest. J'iz <laughs> Horn can't remember the only Jizz flying into Nottingham tonight. Jesus, Mary Joseph
1: oh on toast. Sweet child of mine. Steve, you were going to say something about Silosol.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they, I've seen something in the local press today. I don't know if anybody else has seen this. The, the hold-up seems to be that, uh, I'll stand corrected, it was either Alex or Joe who put something out. The hold-up seems to be that um, they are expecting to sign him without paying a fee. And right. obviously we want we want some sort of money to, we want to recoup something on him uh, because obviously he's our player, but um, they're, they're talking about having him as a fee, free transfer and just getting the transfer, uh, sorry, getting the wages off the bill. Um, but we're expecting some sort of money to be transferred across, whether or not that's something that's a a point that can be addressed and we can get that sorted um, in the next couple of weeks, I don't know. His um, it's time's done, into. it? I don't expect him to to play tomorrow night, but... Um, Having said that, he's probably going to be first name on team sheet, but um, it's just one of those things. We we say it all the time and I've said it, you know, this season and last season as well for, for all the players that we sign, not every single one of them is going to work out and you're going to get some sort of collateral damage, if you like. And, Unfortunately, he might end up being an outstanding player in the future, but um, it's it's just not worked out for him at halfway.
1: Absolutely, I mean, bear in mind as well, though. Like, we, you know, we had this conversation a couple of times last season that when he's been called upon in terms of the cup squads, he's produced. He's actually scored goals. You know what I mean? But that he's obviously showing Darren Moore that when it comes to the league, and there's been a few times he's he's played in the league where he's just not at that level. And I know I'm talking about League One. If you're not at League One level, then. Sweet child of mine, we're not getting out of it, you know what is I mean. The early
4: re- weird like the early is so strange. Like, some players yeah. can come out of it playing the Premier League, and some players and then still a cell kind of playing League One,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly right. It, it is, it is absolutely insane. But you, you're absolutely right, Steve. It was Alex that uh that sent it out, um, sent it out today. It was so, uh, it said, uh, have made it clear their interest in Al's forward to the so, was in the final year of his Wednesday contract, having signed a free last summer. Graf inspect. Interest has been played out in Netherlands based newspaper De Gelderlander, who's carried quotes from the club's technical director, Peter Bijvelds, that suggest they'd have to complete a free transfer this week. But we're obviously after some money. So, uh, what's that journalist's name? Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, hang on. Uh, Bijvelds. Uh, Bijvelds.
4: You have the, the, the camp accent as well. Eh? That yeah, that, that, that fruity Dutch accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Bijvelds. <laughs> Hi right. guys,
1: <laughs> every time I try and do a Dutch accent, I always think old right that, that old <laughs> Harry Enfield sketch where he goes, "Even my name is uh, Per Pe- Schlunham and uh, I'm, we also introduce the, uh, the English football fans when you come over here fighting to some really good blow and the WPCs, the Women Prostitute Constables. Uh, I don't know if you remember that sketch, but I've just realised how... Uh, how technically uncorrect it is nowadays <laughs> uh, and we'll move swiftly on right then Blair that bit out for Vic by the way Hey, eh? just edit that bit out before Vic is yeah it. she's she's already texting me now but she's probably she's <laughs> probably she's gonna give me a right load of views about that one listen Blair so for yes, a mate. good number of years oh. we have struggled with injuries mm. We've absolutely struggled with injuries. It's been bloody awful, as it were. Now, going back to the starter day again, Alex has once again has given us some nuggets that the training pitch finally is getting looked at. And we're also introducing some yoga as well. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm down for all of it. I mean, Ryan Giggs played well into his late 30s before he became King Scumbag. Um,
4: yeah,
1: yeah yeah with yoga and he was one of the big pioneers of it but uh, do you not feel like it's a bit too bloody late
4: well at least something's getting done it's better late than never mm-hmm. I, mean, it's, I don't know why it's took this long to, for someone to go to finally go i think this man something wrong at training pitch lads
1: yeah it? <laughs> like, it?
4: i I, I every, <laughs> I'd love it if we, if we went to the middlewood now and we just saw, like it was just concrete and we're like yeah, yeah. I've been after the problem, boys. I mean, that's what I've yeah. been doing all this time. Like. I love the
1: idea of getting a bloke from halfway who wears his trousers <laughs> round his ass and goes, Has I been playing footballers on this bloody pitch here? They're <laughs> 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 joking. It's a matter with you. You absolute yeah. bloody horse. Co-
4: Coventry are getting the game suspended for like a bit of, you know what I mean? <laughs> a bit yeah, of yeah. turf showing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're, and we're playing in a car park outside Dog and Partridge <laughs> in Tinsley. You know what I mean? Like,
2: now, hey, as I've been putting bloody footballers
1: on this bloody <laughs> yeah. pitch here, they daft airpath. What's the matter with you? I ain't felt like that in so long. That was it's, it.
4: just, it's just turf over concrete. It's one, that's what it'll be. It's like a it proper bodge job. Isn't it? Like, of
1: course, it is. Now, John, it, it's only been three or four years since we had an entire start in 11 now. I mean, come on, bloody hell. That's, it took his time, hasn't it?
3: it it's, quite, it's quite bizarre, really, isn't it? it, it, it it's still happening I mean we had, we saw this with Carlos didn't we like you said when we, had, when we had virtually a full side out I remember Steve Bruce making comments and you know how long he's been in the game yeah, saying yeah. that in all, the, all the time that he'd been in management he'd never seen an injury crisis like we had and it, it still keeps happening doesn't it so it's year in year out we're still having the same problems with out for two weeks out for two weeks out for two weeks and it's like Right. Okay. Come on. Somebody just get hold of this and find out exactly what's going wrong. I mean, moore has been pressed about it. Uh, they tried to, although it wasn't fully diurnal. it did like allude to some things like what they've got now about um, players working on players jumping from the the, the le- from the weaker leg to try and strengthen the muscle in that uh, in that in that particular area uh i think he mentioned the cryo tank now i don't know where i don't know where the bloody hell they've stuck that to be honest might be a cryo tank
1: just seems very 90s though doesn't it you know what i mean it's a sort of a sort of big and scientific <laughs> coming for it yeah it does it sounds like some attack demolition man like you know the stallone's going to come out and start swearing at the wall and it's going to start issuing in tickets and they don't know how to use the three shells to wipe their ass there's some knowledge for your kids blair Great you should film. watch that good <laughs> if Ben uh, was on yeah, Saturday, yeah, what the
4: yeah. fucking hell what are you talking about Simon Phoenix mate uh, <laughs> I don't wonder if uh, he's going to be like what the fuck are what, what are you on you about
1: you don't, what? you don't know how to use the three shells which I can only assume is some kind of scraping motion which I don't want to think about sliced alone and his yeah. palsy face wiping his ass with a shell any road let's move on right then tomorrow night we've got EFL action against the team that knocked out the playoffs last season so um I mean, do we need
0: a cup run, Steve? Um I, we're not going to get a cup run, are we? We no. I, th- I think it's important that we try and get some sort of momentum. It'd be yeah I think it's important that we, we we're sensible in terms of the team selection. I think it's important that if we whatever team we put out there, um we put out a competitive team that's gonna try and win. Um I'm I'm all for um you know, going as far as you can in every competition that you possibly can, um, this isn't something that we're going to win. But if it's, you know, if it's an opportunity to to, to get a tie and a, a, a game against somebody that from, from the Premiership in, in round two or round three, and you only need to go back to the Arsenal game, what was that, 2015, seven years ago now. Good um, you know, for like that, that, that night under the lights is one that will live, long live in the memory of Wednesday fans. Um I'd love to see us get an opportunity to go and do something like that. I'm not talking about us putting out our strongest eleven um, because we need, you know, we need to try and win the thing. But I think we need to be as competitive as, as we possibly can whilst being sensible. You've got to find the balance between getting players that we want to look after and protect, so the likes of, um, you know, your Gregories and, and, and your Bannons, who, who by the way came off with a knock on Saturday, didn't he? So mm-hmm. is is the smart thing to put him in tomorrow night? Probably not. Um, but at the same time, you want you wanna you wanna blood those players that we've got in, like your Bakinsons or your Backinson, however you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, I want
1: to I wanna see them. I want to see the fringe yeah. players yeah. who we yeah. don't yeah. know yeah. anything yeah. about.
0: The, the new players that we've got in, you want to give it's an opportunity to have a good look at them, see where they are. But you know, to to, to answer your question, i I'd, I'd like obviously I want to win the game tomorrow. Um, just as an aside, we talked about it last season, uh, and I know we're early and we'll talk about it later in the season, but um, do all you can to get us to Wembley and Pizza Cup because it's a, it's yeah. a day out. It's I a, want out. a day out. Um, we we all get together. We sit on that banking outside Wembley. Uh, we have a few beers. We we you know we 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 have the Saturday, the Sunday, whenever it will be. Um, we enjoy it. We take. We talk about the fan base that we take. If we can take 50,000 fans to to Wembley uh, for a day out, that's that's making memories, isn't it? And it Absolutely. It, it's, it's something that we need to do. Um, we're not going to do that in the EFL Cup, but. For me, uh, a night on the lights at at Hillsborough against an Arsenal, a Tottenham, a Liverpool, you know, a a Man United um, would would be absolutely fantastic. So tomorrow night, for me, do all you can to win the game.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, John, coming up at the weekend as well, we've got a uh, surely it's three points in the bag against Charlton, isn't it?
3: Charlton, one of the teams that I don't know why I just really dislike Charlton Athletic. I don't know, it's it's from the the League One. Season when we were battling with the pigs, and then they they ran away. And Chris yeah, yeah. Chris Powell, their manager, when he's swinging on our crossbar, when, he, when they won that game. and Johnny they, Jackson. They,
1: Johnny Jackson was just a bang in an absolute world. Always got us, a free it.
3: kick goal. Yeah, and he just stuffed us like yeah. So and, is he and, their manager? Now? They, is he? No, it's um, it was temporary manager. Oh, was he? I've got some. I'll just refer to <laughs> my notes.
4: We've got notes, <laughs> yeah. He's
3: uh, Ben Garner is the new manager who they took from Swindon. Uh, who lost in the playoff semi finals to Port Vale last season? So they've got Ben Garner now as manager at uh, Derby. Uh, he was appointed by their chairman who wanted more attacking football. So they went for him. And interestingly, they're coming off the 1 0 loss. Sorry, they beat Derby, I beg your pardon. They beat yeah. Derby 1 0 thanks to a Joe Wildsmith error, which led to their goal. So, <laughs> here's Joe. Uh, and, uh...
4: Agent Wildsmith. <laughs>
3: Brilliant, and, uh, lovely, yeah. So, yeah, um, Charlton, yeah, you never know what you're going to get with Charlton. They have, they, they have a dec- got a decent academy, so some seasons they come in and they look good, like when they had Lee Bowie last time before mm-hmm. he went and they, they look like you know, they looked a solid team, and then and other seasons they just look like mid table rabble, don't they? So, um, obviously, they've, they've got a new manager, so they've got a new ethos and got some new players in, um, and they've been a trick, bit of a thorn in the side to us down the past, but uh, yeah, I think it's a game we should be. We should win. I think it's a game we should be looking to win.
1: Um, I think that uh, that Ghana's, um that Ghana's interesting actually because I don't, you know, obviously ex um, Sheffield Wednesday legend Lee Peacock went to Swindon, and uh, when I think it was it John Sheridan there as well, and yeah. and and it was a right mess. It was a right absolute stinking mm-hmm. mess, and to finish in the playoffs. Uh, after the way the previous season finished was impressive, um, so uh, you know there's a potential. And uh, beating Derby as well is obviously no no mean feat, given that the players that they seem to have managed to sign. So you know I I don't know what to do. So Blair, give me a uh, give me a prediction on on the Charlton game.
4: I mean, <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? I mean, hopefully Wednesday win comfortably, but because we were looking at Stockley, um, he'll probably score an header
3: because. Mm-hmm.
4: It's a classic Wednesday, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: Let's go 2-1 the Wendy. So you're going 2-1 Wendy. What about you, Steve? Um,
0: <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I've been conservative for the, the first couple. I, I think we'll be all right. I think we, we'll learn lessons in terms of defending from Portsmouth. And I think we'll take momentum from MK Dons. And I don't think we'll play the same side tomorrow night or we'll we'll play the same side saturday that plays tomorrow night i think this this is an opportunity for us to go and win 2-3-1 2-3-1 i'm going
1: to put 2-3-1 okay all right then what about you john then what are you thinking
3: i'm thinking we're gonna um have a nice relatively trouble free 2-0 win that's exactly what
1: i've gone for as well now in an absolute turn of events last week i made a uh I made notes of our predictions and we never really bring these up once we've made them. So uh, not one of us got it right, uh, 1-0. We had 1-1 Steve, 1-1 John, 1-1 Fudge. There was only Ben and Blair who actually predicted a win and they went 2-0 and 2-1. So the only person who actually got closer to score with a one goal difference was Ben with 2-1. So, uh, you know, shows what we bloody know, lads. (laughs) Um, Does anybody have any other business before I wrap this up? Because it's not been an eventful week much, has it?
3: Yeah. Quite on, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, Tommy Spur completed his cycle challenge to MK dance, didn't he? Yeah. it? Yeah, uh, to raise a good amount of money for his uh for his and I believe the slugger is just giving page up for any any Wednesday Arts the out there wanting to donate for a fantastic cause. Um, yeah, if you were, if you go point, onto the so. club's
1: social media, they've got the links there uh, that you should donate money to for the um, for the great cause that it is. But uh, just, well, relatively short one tonight because there's not much happening and we've got a lot of football to play. So stay tuned. We'll make it up to you next week. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. Stevie Blair, John, it's been an absolute pleasure. See you
3: later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management.
2: If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116-123. That's 116-123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. lubosh Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information.
2: See you later.
3: This podcast is proud to be part
0: of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.